0: Hi. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm back with another episode of She's Startin' and She is Startin'. Today I have a guest for the first time. Um, My guest is the creator of the Instagram account Bravo Bravo Ducking Bravo. Um, If you don't already follow her I'd be shocked but if you don't you gotta because she's funny she does amazing dives she's fair she she just gets it she, gets, she doesn't take this too seriously but she also takes it seriously which is essentially my thoughts and feelings on Bravo in general um, she was my very first guest so it's a little choppy it's not my, you know. This is going to grow and evolve, hopefully, into something fabulous. But as of now, we're kind of like in R and D here on the pod. Here on she's starting with Emily. We're learning, we're growing, we're evolving, we're getting there. But um, please enjoy. We're going to chat about a lot of various things, um, but mainly about Erica Jane. Because she is known for her dives on the what pulled me in was her dive on the Monique Candace fight from Potomac last year. Uh, But then she has continued to just dive away and she got really down and dirty on the Tom and Erica stuff. So when if you if you follow her she does these insta stories where she does like a watch along so she'll watch the episode record the episode she'll give commentary And it's fun because when Erica says things like, I didn't know about that, she'll be like, she'll say, lies, it was this date at this time. And then she'll post one of her, one of the facts from her dives. Like, as we can see here, this is the date on this. And this is what she said. She also goes back and points out times that Erica's posted things, you know, when she posts those thirst trap Insta things. So she was a lot of fun to have on because she's just a wealth of knowledge um, so I hope you enjoy, and I will see you on the other side. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm so
2: good. I love that you're doing this with me. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. It's the highlight of my day. You have no idea. Other than this, I, like, make spreadsheets and PowerPoints. <laughs> Wait. What do you do again? So I, I do a couple of different things. I Just project manager is just, like, a general term that I usually tell people, but I – um. I don't know. I do a bunch of stuff. Events, online events. So like I don't use Zoom typically, but I help um, large groups of people who are older, like boomers, figure out how to have like 200 people join a meeting, things like that. And like I deal with all of the stuff like here's your presentation. I'm going to pull it up now. Unmute yourself um, or... Wow. That
0: requires a lot of patience.
2: It truly does. It truly does. (laughs) Right?
0: Yeah. It's not easy. Like that's sort of people's like worst nightmare, but you're like, you have, you know what though? I feel like you must have a lot of patience though, because to do the deep dives, you have to really have patience. I feel. How did you get into Bravo?
2: So I got into Bravo. I mean, there was never a time that I can remember that I wasn't. I remember when Bravo used to show indie movies you know, and yes. I would be watching Bravo in my super young years, um, like watching amazing movies you couldn't see anywhere else. And then they started doing like Real Housewives in the Andy Cohen, you know, era. And I was like, "This is interesting." And it wasn't a thing; like it it wasn't a legit group and something to talk about for a long time. Like I watched it, but I had no one to talk about it with.
0: Yeah, same.
2: And even like five years ago, I remember. Yes, yes I remember. Even at, at work, I would be like, "Hey, did anybody catch?" And it was almost like embarrassing. Like, yes, you want to see, yes, it you was your dirty little say. secret. <laughs> yeah, and so I would ask people, like, "Do you do you watch any of the Real Housewives?" Or you and like have like, to test it. <laughs> yeah, just making sure. Sh- no, okay, need yeah. me neither. But like, meanwhile, you're sitting at work and you have to hear about like fantasy football leagues and all this stuff. And I'm like, let me tell you what I'm into.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of same journey. Like I just was always into Bravo. I didn't know that it was like a thing to be into. And then I was never, same thing, never surrounded by any other Bravo fans. So I was, in fact, it was like, I was shamed for my taste. Oh my gosh. And it was only like, I don't know, maybe last year that I knew there was even like a whole world mm-hmm. of people. Like, I didn't know that there was any sort of market for this vast knowledge of Bravo. <laughs> I, th- I was like, what? This is useless information. And the fact that, you know, when you have useless information, you're like, well, good for me. But then you realize that you could like that people, other people care. Yeah, it was it's amazing. Life changing, to be honest, because I was like, other people want to know all of these things I have in my head. No problem. Yeah. And can discuss it. And it really does remind me of sports. And that's kind of why I, you know, my little mm. tagline is
2: like, if sports Center and Dateline had a Bravo baby, because it's like, there are people who can tell you like batting averages of an athlete, like from the 80s. And that's the same way Bravo fans are. Like, we can tell you the origin of a friendship ten years ago and what happened, and quotes that were said, and like, it's the level of detail and memory recall <laughs> is astounding. And I don't know why there's not a database. I'm sure there will be at some point because you can. Oh my look god, up, amazing! Right? You can look up people's sports records and be like, like "What stats. did they hit that game?" Yes. Yeah. Be like, "What did they hit that game?" And it's like, "When? What season? What episode was it where they pulled the wig?" And it's like, "What did she say?" Right? I wish there was somewhere we could search. Oh, my God! That would be
0: hysterical um, how did you go How did you go from being a fan to a fan account? So I had time on my hands and mm. I was,
2: and I think a lot of people can probably relate to this, right? Like you're in the pandemic and it's not just a boredom, but it's also like you're not connecting with people. So I wasn't at work like laughing with colleagues. I wasn't um, going out and having fun with people. And so I was really just in my house living this loop of like, clean up the kitchen, cook food, clean up the kitchen, cook food, like lay tiny clothes out for small people, like just the whole thing. And I was like, I'm going to go insane And so I was just online more and more laughing and going on, you know, different Bravo fan accounts. And there's a quote that I really enjoy and I'm going to mess it up, but it's something like, don't be afraid to do something that's already being done because Mm. nobody will do it the way you do it. I love that. And it's kind of what I told myself. I was like, okay, well, yes, there are already Bravo accounts. There's already quite a few, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'll just try it and see if anybody um connects with me and like my brand of of craziness and how I look at this stuff. So it's been fun.
0: And did they ever now did you did you start dives
2: right away? Um you know what I, I said this to Ryan Bailey. I was like, you know, I don't go after the dives, the dives find me. And it uh-huh. really does happen that way every single time. It's not like I am always looking for something to look into. Something will happen organically on the show where somebody will make a claim, or you know, like one of the big legal drama scandals, which is an unprecedented time to be a Bravo fan right now, <laughs>
0: with
2: the with the complete crossover between true crime,
0: <laughs> and reality TV. It's so good.
2: I feel like just we need to stop every now and then and just appreciate. It. Mm-hmm. And it's not just one; it's two. James yes. Shaw, and erica it's like oh my huge God.
0: cases
2: wow not wow. like little
0: lawsuits that they don't oh. ever talk about
2: huge cases no and like people are sharing the lisa renna thing of like a paparazzi took a photo and she shared it and i'm like i don't care i eat that
0: for breakfast like uh-huh. we need to get into the big <laughs> <So> ones like <laughs> our our standards are so high now <laughs> yeah. like if you're gonna give us a new franchise you better make sure that they are entrenched in something <laughs> who's going slightly- to jail li- exactly <laughs> i need to see the same like true crime intro that we got for salt lake city for every franchise now yeah
2: season one season
0: one yeah i mean we are just we're eating right now (laughs) we are this is amazing um so speaking of your dive process Mm -hmm. the lisa angie situation is on the forefront of my mind right now from salt lake city okay okay so when i did my first watch of the episode. I do like little, my little tiny recaps on my story sometimes. And so Mm -hmm. the initial thought was, whoa, Angie, like you're going to come on a show as Lisa's friend, but then also be friends with her kind of nemesis, not kind of absolute nemesis. If my friend of 20 years, because I had like I have one, if if my friend, if Heather ever decided to become friends with my reality TV enemy, I'd be like, we are fighting What Mm. are you talking about? Like, you don't go befriend my enemy. But then I'm like, well, Lisa has done some. She was pretty incapable of taking any kind of ownership at the reunion. And Mm -hmm. she's repeatedly said that that Whitney like destroyed her character. But every flashback they do is Whitney saying, you're mean to me. Yeah, you're cold to me. And it's not like destroying. She's not calling her a liar. She's not calling her a thief, a la Eric Jane. Mm -hmm. But she's saying like, you're mean to me. Stop being mean to me. And Lisa just cannot handle that. So I could see that maybe Lisa is sort of known for being not the best person per se, calling yourself the queen of Sundance or the queen of whatever. It's like, oh, okay, that's kind of a bold statement and sort of inflating what your what your role in the in the community is. However, you're. Little mini dive, which was just kind of the gathering of the receipts that had been posted. Mm-hmm. Um, along with I don't know if you saw my story, but somebody commented because I don't go into clubhouse. I'm going to change that though, because I forget that uh, nine Daves or whatever his name is mm-hmm. does a clubhouse and he's got like inside insider tea. I'm gonna read the comment uh, that was left on the post I did, okay, okay. So this scene was actually filmed first. It was supposed, and I believe she's speaking about the scene at the casino night. Yes. So this scene was actually filmed first. It was supposed to be the season opener when Angie was a full-time housewife. The fishing scene was filmed after, along with Meredith and Mary. Production went back and filmed it as a pickup to create this timeline. This is why it's choppy and the cast seems off or standoffish because none of them have actually filmed together since the reunion. On top of that, Angie was demoted after Bravo saw the storylines and footage and said she felt forced and overproduced. And that (gasps) is when Jenny was chosen as the full-time housewife. Fascinating. Right? In this moment, this is Lisa realizing her quote best friend really did betray her to be on the show uh, there's more tea that was shared in the clubhouse room, blah, blah, blah. Let's see anything. else. Uh, editing is definitely pushing the narratives here. Mm. I, that doesn't surprise me that I, I hate finding that out though. Like when, when we find out that the editors really do fuck with us just to create a storyline, it really bums me out. Yeah. Because like I get way too passionately <laughs> like opinionated on it only to find out like, Oh, oh, that's that's different. And so then when, was it Angie who posted the screenshot from the caterer?
2: No, that is all Lisa. Lisa has, is the only one that I've seen so far who's posted images um, to Twitter and in DMs to Bravo fans. Uh, but I will say, the post that I put up, the little dive showing it all, Angie is aware of it and she has been commenting. And <laughs> so that has been really interesting as well. And she said, you know, they didn't do it for free. We agreed on a price. We had a phone call. Um, it was good to go. And so there's there's other stuff at play here. And and again, I think like multiple things can be true, right? Like they yes. could have been really good friends, but were they absolute best friends or were they like, you know, polite acquaintances? I don't know. And maybe I, there's so many things that could be happening here. I do think it it seems odd and unprofessional to bail on an event. I don't mm-hmm. feel like we have all the facts. Mm-hmm. Um And so this is this is one of those things I think we're going to hear about it for a while. But I do say slow clap to Angie because she really reigned over that mini reunion (laughs) with a steady hand of a seasoned gunfighter. She was so primed and ready for her Bravo debut. I've never seen anything like it.
0: I'm treating her like she's a housewife. Like to me, she's a housewife. I was I actually didn't even realize she wasn't a housewife. Mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, wait, yeah, she didn't have an intro. Yeah. Right.
2: She didn't have an intro. She's not even, I don't know, is she a friend of? I'm not sure. We met her on equal footing with this other person, Sarah Jane or something. Yes. And yet, and then boom, she just rose up and was like,
0: Thank you, good to be here. I'll be taking over now. And I'm like, Okay, all right. What she got? Yeah. No, she like watched the reunion and said, perfect. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to talk to Whitney and I have a because we all know that this occurs where you can be, quote, friends with someone for 20 years. Yeah, but they are always shady. And Angie says uh, in her confessional, she says, like, if I wasn't friends with everyone, Lisa didn't want me to be friends Mm -hmm. with. So she clearly Lisa does this all the time. Also, Lisa had this amazing moment because she's, you know, most housewives are slightly delusional. Of course. That's why (laughs) we love them. That's why they're on TV. So when she when they were fighting on the ice on the ice fishing thing and Meredith was telling Lisa, like, you don't understand. Brooks oh, my God. The toddler. Out. Yes, I can't. Brooks, I was dying. Brooks isn't even out yet. And in, on this huge platform, Jen is saying this. And Lisa goes, I get it. I understand. Someone said that Jack had a big head. We were in the store. I told so I get it.
2: That was so Great. I honestly, like, that was she, amazing. I was like, Lisa, she had no idea.
0: She has no sense of like equal, f- like Meredith has tried so many times to be she like, has. this isn't the same. She's like, to me, it is. <laughs> to me, it is Meredith. I'm like it doesn't matter. It's not though. It's not at all.
2: Uh, uh, that's, that's amazing. And I have to say, I I think I'm also really appreciative of this whole like catering debacle and, and Angie, because Otherwise, I mean, they brought Jenny in, but otherwise it's the same as as last season. And I think it was a great cast. I mean, there's a lot of drama and we'll see what plays out with with Jen Shaw when when that hits, um, which is going to be, you know, insane to be able to see that on a reality TV show that it was filmed when like the feds came crashing in. But I mean, it, it is heartbreaking and stale to see the same dynamics between like Heather and Jen. And then Whitney and Lisa, like it it shakes it up and it gives us something new, some new drama that's not that's not the same sad drama as last time.
0: I kinda of, I agree with you because I don't know if you saw Whitney when she was on Watch What Happens Live with Robin from Potomac.
2: Mm, but I don't think she, I saw
0: one. She said, um Andy asked if she had been a fan of Housewives before she became a housewife. And she mm-hmm. without hesitation was like, Absolutely. Oh. I was I loved them so much. I watched them all the time that really painted an interesting picture for me. I liked it. Number one, cause it's honest. And I hate when housewives are like, I've never I've even never watched, watched the, show. the show. Well then you're yeah. stupid. Like, don't <laughs> come on a, sh- like you don't do this if you've never seen it, yeah. but it also, she has this very strange robotic voice, Whitney. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels like she does a lot. She's kind of like a producer pet. Mm. In my opinion. So she's sort of like, if they want her to do something, I feel like she'd be very easily swayed. Um, so, I kind of need, I I agree with you. I needed to see more from the cast than just the typical dynamic, Mm -hmm. because when you come back for season two, they're even more with the producers. They're even more aware of the game. Yes. And you do need to mix it up. So they don't get comfortable.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Although Whitney's eating right now because she is, she's like, Angie, you want to be my friend? And you're Lisa. No problem. Let's do it. It was amazing. Um, It was great. It was great. So what I really, really want to go into with you is the Beverly Hills, Erica Jane of it all, because so with your dives on that, first of all, I have a really serious question to ask. How do you ever find all the information you find is it just internet sleuthing yeah yeah i and this is what i tell people i'm like i am one
2: lady i have a full time job <laughs> i have small kids like people come and they ask me like what happened to that thing you had to die? i'm like i swear if i can do it you can do it just go online and like dig around you will find all the same things like i find old articles the case files are fascinating to read i love whenever there is a legal filing and i love to read those which is why the jen shaw erica you know jane situation has been so interesting because going back and reading tom's you know letters to lenders his sassy tone like the the true way he was Versus mm-hmm. what we were shown as, like a sweet, kindly old gentleman on television, mm-hmm. um, is really interesting. But no, all of this is online. Like it would be, I don't have access to secret things, and then of course it would be illegal to post secret things. Like it's uh, totally. It's just like Emily D. Baker. I mean, she she posts public, um, not just like her because she's amazing and she's an actual lawyer, but she posts public case files and just talks through them. So everything I find was was either an article or a post or an old social media feed or something. And then I just look at it all, educate myself, and then I've got to regurgitate it out.
0: Can you elaborate when you said that you were helping Face Reality 16 with the end of a dive and that it was hard? What does that mean? Why is it hard at the end of a dive? Well, so I didn't help her with
2: it, but she was just saying like, "Hey, I'm doing a dive, and like, what's your process?" And so, I mean, for me, the number one step is to educate myself to the best of my ability. So I go in it always like unbiased. Like this, mm. I don't know what I'm gonna find. It could be anything. I could find a case where Erica was quoted as saying, "This is wrong. Give everyone their money." Like I don't know what's gonna be yeah. in there, and I read it all, and that takes a long time. Anything I can, if it's. With, like a particular subject. So for instance, I'll use Jen Shaw, right? So I was told that Jen Shaw worked for a company that waterboarded an employee. And I was like, what?
0: What? Oh yeah. I remember that.
2: Yeah. So I had to go back and dig. And so I found old articles uh, where she was photographed, like a, you know, working women in Utah working for this company. I'm like, okay, so number one, that has been confirmed. So I don't like to post anything that I can't confirm like through some other secondary neutral source right so yes she did work for this place here's a photo of her being employed at this place and then secondly did they have this issue and so then i'm searching you know legal filings in utah for like this business have they ever gone to court and what for and so yeah then you find it all you read it all and then the hard part and this is what i was telling um, face reality 16 and anybody else who wants to do a deep dive it's one thing to know it all it's another thing to stop And be able to explain it. Mm -hmm. That's the
0: hard part. Mm -hmm. That's where the patience comes in, in my opinion. Yeah, because you have to present it to people and like post it on online. Which isn't what apps do you use for like your um, formatting and stuff? I use a
2: couple. I use a couple. I mean, I know some people, you know, they love Canva. I use Adobe a lot, Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, it just depends on on your personal style. Like, I'll never be. I'll never dedicate the kind of hours to use like Photoshop and things of that accelerated, you know, mm-hmm. talent level. But I know people do it like reality guy, other people who are so talented and they make these amazing memes and images. Totally. I'm like, wow, that's a huge talent. Um, So but for me, yeah, that's the hardest part. And every single time I do it the same way, I pretend that I've learned something. And then I have to explain it to my mother. And Ooh. so I, I try to start with like, what first, what are we talking about? What happened? And then where did I get this stuff from? So I, I don't ever want anybody to think that like, I'm just making something up. So I try mm. to like pull it and show where it came from. Like, here's this article from this day and this time, you know, come to your own conclusions.
0: Then this happens. I get it. I love it. Yeah. Ugh, I die because, so when this season started, I had seen all your dives, um, to be honest, of course, some of the legal, uh, court documents, I was like, I don't fully understand what's happening, but I still, you, you always put a nice little summary. Like, this is what this is saying. Mm -hmm. So I understood, um, the gist of, of it and was like, there's just no way Erica couldn't have known this was happening. So there was like, that's how I went in. But because the rest of the cast, like the main, you know, Kyle, Dory, Renna, because they were standing so strong as Erica's friend. And we knew that they'd already filmed. I was like, maybe there's some big reveal during filming. Maybe something happens. Like I was super open to that Mm -hmm. because I was like, okay, let's maybe she's going to explain something and we're going to go. Oh, okay. Because honestly, if she was, because this news has not shocked her once. Mm -mm. She doesn't seem surprised she's in fact defending tom she's basically yes. his defense legal team the mean when, man who cheated on her she's very defensive of him who she left yep so no she's just she's not surprised by any of it but had she let's say in an, in an alternate universe if mm-hmm. she had been like devastated to find out that her life was funded on the back of victims then I'd be like, okay, guys, it's not her fault. Like she really didn't know or she was trapped, but she's showing no emotion except for the fact that she's broke. For she's, herself. Very, she's very sad about that. Yes. And so then of course the divorce happens and her, <laughs> I remember screaming at the TV because I was like, okay, here it goes. Here's the big explanation. And she went with, I'm a sad housewife that's been neglected. Mm-hmm. He got out of the car and I said, Love you. And he said, Thanks, hun. I know. What? Yeah.
2: He didn't hug her. He didn't hug her back or something. And I was what? like, What? Yeah, you
0: married him for hugs. You married like, him for come hugs. On. Come on. <laughs> She's like 5'10. You married a five foot five man who's like 40 years older than you for mm-hmm. hugs. And emotional support. Yeah. Please, sweetie. Please. Yeah. Okay. So we all know that it's just been performance after performance after performance. Every episode, it's like, an A, it's a new persona. It truly is the United States of Erica. Did mm-hmm. you ever watch United States of Tara? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. You'd love. You like Tony oh. Collette? I do. You'd love it. It was, I think, on Showtime. I don't even know if you can stream it, but she played a woman with either was it multiple personalities or something like that so she like different characters would take over and she played all the characters it's that's how erica is acting to me you get like sex shot comedy erica and mm-hmm. then sad you know sad housewife and then concerned wife like which is the, i'm going to play uh, a clip from one of the deleted scenes that they, you know, they played that. I hate yeah. that they do that. I just like, just show the I whole know. thing Just originally. do it. Just
2: take out some of the flashbacks. Come on. Like, we're not
0: Nats. Ugh. We have longer memories than this. Like, just give us the good stuff. The flashbacks are so infuriating, especially infuriating. since we just saw one. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, it just, because when I do my posts, I'll edit them out. I'll mm-hmm. also edit out some of the confessional moments, because sometimes they throw in confessionals to throw us off. Mm. I'm more interested in what happens in the moment. Yeah, I don't want to hear somebody spin on what's happening. It's like, just keep showing me the footage. Yeah, exactly. Because you're just filling in what they should have said, but they didn't say that. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter, really. But so the scene where it's Kyle and Renna in Erica's room, there was a deleted scene where she's that... wearing the $800 MCM robe. Mm hmm. Okay. Talking about poor old Tom going yeah. to a home. All right, I'm going to play it for you right now.
1: Okay, hold on. Hard to feel sympathy for him because of what he's being accused of doing. Mm-hmm. But believe me, as many people say he's a villain or as many people that reach out to me and tell me what a great job he did for them. And as many people that reach out to me and say, I am so very sorry as to what has happened. I could have never thought that this would be the ending. So all of the tuitions that he's paid, all of the jobs that he's helped people get, all of the good things that he has done is now somehow or another washed away. And we're talking about putting this man into a facility he's alone and in trouble so look the people who are closest to him need to step up
2: <laughs> i cannot i don't even know where to begin with that so she is a real piece of work i oh tell you
0: she i'm like the people that are closest to him you mean you
2: you you're still his wife his wife and on your on their 21st anniversary was that spread leg booty shot saying, should I make this my new dating profile pic? So I don't, I don't oh. want to hear it. I don't want
0: to hear it. I mean, girlfriend, I don't care how many tuitions he's paid. That mm-hmm. also is just some propaganda shit you're doing. Blood money,
2: all the donations, the charity stuff, the organizations that he helped to fund that then gave him awards as lawyer of the year. Great. Great. Taking the judges on Caribbean cruises, I can't.
0: That's the point. This is the stuff that I was like, I know that you have gone into this like he, yes, he was applauded for things, but it was stuff that he kind of bought himself to be applauded. Yeah. yeah he spent a lot of money on, I mean, what I
2: consider like PR, right? Yeah. So he whined and dined. He had these great, you know, holiday parties. He invested in networking and relationships and that kept him going for a really long time.
0: And with Erica saying um, that the people closest to him need to step up, it's almost like she's saying these people all knew what, she, what he was doing and we're fine with it, but now they're not. It's like, yeah, that's what happens when you're an evil mastermind.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I, I don't know what she expects people to do, because if you find out that somebody who's been doing something good in your life has been doing it at the expense Mm -hmm. of people who are absolute victims, underserved in the worst positions of their life. They were already victimized by a large corporation or whatever have you. And then they're part of a class action suit. Then their lawyer, the person that they trust, then also takes advantage of them and takes part of their settlement and lives off of it and funds absolute foolishness with it. Are you kidding? What are these people supposed to think? I would feel horrible. I'd feel dirty if he paid for my whatever. I'd feel disgusting absolutely
0: I wouldn't be calling Erica like I'm so sorry no oh you poor thing I can't also imagine anyone's calling Erica no and the thing is too and I think Ryan Bailey pointed this out
2: that and some other people too I think uh, maybe Emily Baker pointed it out as well but I mean if you're following it you realize that like Tom made these deals from what we understand behind closed doors so when you're part of a class action lawsuit it seems to me what happened was he would go to these like private agreements like okay we've reached a settlement because and it didn't go to trial therefore right so you Mm -hmm. you don't go to trial you don't spend that money on going to trial because you reached this behind closed doors secret settlement and so that means like the world may never know what whatever giant boeing paid these people the world may never know but tom knows yeah and tom might be the only person who knows him and his law firm the oh victims God. may never even know what the number was. So they trust, capital T trust, their lawyer to give them the correct amount of money that they were supposed to. So people who are thanking Erica, I'd be really interested to know whether or not some of those victims might want to see documentation proving that they actually got the amount of money they were supposed to, or if they got a pat on the head Ooh. and they got a- they got an amount that they thought was a big deal, but to him, he knew it was like half of what they were supposed to get. Who knows?
0: I exactly. hope all that
2: comes out. Yeah.
0: Um. I also want to play a clip. Um. Just because Erica's performances have been nothing but comedic to me, and this oh, is yes. just one little moment. This wasn't deleted. I just this clip is just really funny to me.
1: You know, I've told you guys about the burglary. I still don't know anything past he got out of surgery. They could have shot him. They They could have stabbed him. They could have killed him. They could have done anything to him.
2: I can't. I just... It's amazing that we're making it through this, to be
0: honest. I mean, Lisa Renna just Lisa and Kyle, they just uh-huh. tee up Eric hype. every hype single, hype
2: single women. scene. They are, yes. They are the people behind the
0: rapper just jumping. Yep, yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah
0: full hype women mm-hmm. uh so like i'm just gonna move into a kind of vague recap of that because we're we're on the eve or is it today today's wednesday yes today, so today, it's today, happening tonight buckle up mere yes. night
2: baby i think it's um, the finale is it the finale tonight that's what already? i meant i
0: meant finale yeah finale night which erica's makeup is atrocious yet again proving that you can't do avant-garde with someone who doesn't fully know how to do avant-garde so just go with classic yeah like stop like i try i try hard to not on my page
2: because there's so much of it on the internet i try hard to not comment on like physical appearances Me too um but it is like it's hard to ignore only because like unlike kathy hilton a woman with legitimate wealth she keeps carrying around you know glam teams with her and so when she shows up and she's got glam that is not what is the norm you say to yourself like why even do it do you see what we see like just yeah. let it go stop spending that
0: five grand of victim money like whatever it is yeah just let it go like let go do your own mascara and go. call it a day
2: yeah. Like some blend your own hairline in like, Oh whatever my God. That was a, tr- I mean,
0: it's just been bad. It's been all around bad. Yeah. Um, and then I, and then
2: there are people who think that she's doing that on purpose. Like she wants us to see that, like, she can't afford good glam. I'm like, did you hear what you just said? Like, you're like, she's still getting glam though. Like I've never gotten glam a day in my life. Like it's not normal. So I don't know. Either way, it's a bad move. Any way you slice it. To me, it
0: feels like she's, she's not, she's just too above doing her own makeup at this point. She just like refuses to do that. Cause that's not who she is. She gets it done.
2: Maybe, or maybe she doesn't know how, right? So if you yeah. had your makeup done for a really long time and you're going to be on camera, you may be like, I don't know how to do on-camera makeup. And I Ugh. don't know how she has the money for it though, because I thought that the trustees, when they came in in a bankruptcy, they gave you a living wage and it was very conservative. And it was like, <laughs> here's what you get for food. Here's what you get to pay your car note. Here's what you get for rent. Um, and you don't get this like foolish silliness extra. And then there's rumors over sugar daddy. So I don't yes. know how it's all happening.
0: The sugar daddy totally tracks to me because it just makes sense that she would have like kind of schemed that like hold on Tom's about to go down Mm -hmm. let me secure someone else Um, but so in last week's episode we start with the amazing Temecula Vineyard tour um, but when we get to like the post you know drinking and then kyle starts to tell them the story about the conservatorship and the burglary and when you did your insta story watch along you said something like kyle should not be the one no she should, should not can you elaborate on that well because kyle has repeatedly
2: said the like, leg she's not reading the articles they're too yeah. long and kyle it, there's always inconsistencies. she's not Relaying accurate information, and then Rena talking about well, his eyeball exploded. The cataracts. I'm what like, was that? Oh my god, that's not at all what happened. I've never been blown up so much by ophthalmologists in my life, and it was edu- so educational and wonderful. And I posted some of it, but that's not what happened, and that's not what that is. And it, this is just like the telephone game for these two, and they just really shouldn't speak on it. Like if you're not going to read the articles, if you're not going to read the case files, don't
0: speak on it at all. With the cataracts thing, it was it, what it basically is saying is you had he probably had an appointment set up. Yeah, it wasn't like emergency cataract surgery. There wasn't like a direct
2: correlation between someone breaking into his home and he needs emergency eye surgery. And then the whole thing about like you know was he assaulted? Apparently, he was not. There was no the the police person who came forward and talked about it was like he wasn't touched. We don't have a record of that. Hmm. So. Yeah. And then ophthalmologists were like, your eye wouldn't, you know, your (laughs) cataracts wouldn't yeah, explode from like stress or anything. That's not really what happens. And they're not open on the weekend anyway, because this happened on like a Friday night. So anyway, it's, it's a whole thing, but either way, inaccurate, dramatic, you know, the sky is falling stuff per usual from Lisa and Kyle.
0: Yeah. And of course Lisa's. it's true. It's all true. It's all true. Girl. Mm um okay so then we're going to cut to the like cocktail hour that they do later which i swear there was like a group text among Dorit, Renna, Erica, so and Kyle, yeah. where they were like, how are you? Are you doing okay? Are you going to film tonight? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, it's been a day. You know, the whole conservatorship, blah, blah, blah. I've just been. So they tell her, don't worry. Come film. We'll make sure you have a great scene. Yeah, Because they were giving her everything she needed. Yep, they always are. They tee ball
2: for her every single time. It's almost like, you know. If you look back on any of the scenes where she's talking about the situation, she's openly giving, I think, you know, what she's already run through her attorneys and through her own head is like, okay, this is what I'm going with tonight. And it's either Kyle or Doree, like, teeing things up for her. So then what happened? Oh, I just thought of that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but what would you say about this? And no one else. It's almost like they're, they've got this pre-thing, like, back and forth. You're watching this tennis match that you didn't even know was supposed to be happening in the middle of a dinner scene. It's not collaborative. It's not. It, it's very isolated. So that whole, like, car crash finger on the placemat thing that was Kyle's talk show. Another incident when they are at the beach, that was Dorit's talk show. Mm-hmm. So I think this is all very planned out to me.
0: Rena literally cues up Erica because mm-hmm. Kyle's like, um, did you watch CNN? And then she's like, yeah. And then Rina, any murder shows? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now you're trying to really appeal to like that she's just like us watching murder oh, shows yeah. and eating pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, but then of course this is when Erica's like she just shocks all of them. They did not see this coming. She's like, you know, people can step up to help Tom. He's done a yeah. lot of good. And they're like, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> Wait, we didn't we <laughs> didn't know that was going to come out of your mouth. Oh, uh, okay. Uh but then Jeri's like, okay, I still have a I still have a part here. So she's like, what about that accident? Mm-hmm. Now in this accident moment, Erica she she it's like a theatrical performance. I was in theater, like as a kid, like up until like high school, college. Fun. So I, re- I recognize this was like a moment she did. because Game Dori- recognizes game. Game recognizes game, honey. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. Because Doris, like you said something that, you know, apparently his son went to help. And then Erica kind of like backs up and goes and then rolled his car five times. Yeah. And it was like that was a moment that you knew was coming. But honestly, I then decided to go on to Google and look up. I think I put into Google search. Can you roll your car and come out without an injury? Mm-hmm. Because she said he was shaken. That's how she does. He's a little shaken, but he's OK. So I'm going to read a-, a clip from one of the articles I found. This is from a random it's bruninglegal.com. So this was kind of the best like synopsis I could get. So the majority of rollover crash victims sustain multiple injuries throughout these regions, which are the head, the neck, which are being the most vulnerable areas. Uh, Some of the most common injuries, traumatic brain injury, spinal cord, injury broken bones cuts scrapes and bruises obviously mm-hmm. um, these injuries are caused from slamming into another vehicle or obstacle impact with unsecured cargo contact with broken glass or torn metal or from being tossed within the vehicle or ejected from the vehicle the long-term effects of these injuries can include impairment of critical functions such as speech vision memory emotional control partial vision loss or blindness loss of hearing loss of teeth Basically, nowhere in this does it say you'll be fine. Yeah. This is like traumatic for the body to do like one roll, five rolls Mm -hmm. of a car crash. That's completely impossible for him to come out unscathed. Yeah,
2: and it's interesting, right? There's not we don't have all of the facts, so I went really into that because I think I was on a car a car ride at that point, a really long car ride, and so I was like, let me just look it up, and so I looked it up to see like what were the weather patterns, and was it snowing, and da 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 da, and was not snowing the night of the burglary other than in like northern Mm -hmm. california the day after in the afternoon around like three four into the evening there was a freak snowstorm around malibu Mm. and that made the papers and so i started asking myself well did he come over the next day because she says i found out at six in the morning or four so maybe she called her son the next morning her son went over there and when he was leaving which would have been maybe the afternoon and again this is speculation because this is her thing right it's like these partial partial sentences of dramatic things with no full explanation and so i'm speculating like well maybe. Maybe he drove home later that afternoon. He got somehow caught in that snowstorm that was happening. So that could that could have happened, even though as funny as it is to think about like, well, it doesn't really snow in Pasadena. It depends on where he was driving. Of course, that's west, not north. This is my life, by the way. This is what I do. <laughs> like these are the things I think about like between meetings. I'm like, but hold on.
0: um, And it's totally normal. And there's so many of us. Yay. Yes. But I've been yeah. from I live like like I'm sitting here in Encino right now. And so I when it when she said snow, I wasn't initially like that's impossible because I remembered it being insanely cold and I remember something about snow. Mm-hmm. But because there's what it feels like is she saw something about snow and like used that in a lie. It's kind of like she went back through the through the, the seasons and was like, OK, we could say that accident was him getting into a very traumatic accident that maybe led to him having a brain problem. And that's mm-hmm. why he was it's almost like she's piecing together facts that are half truths and turning them into her reality. Yeah. And that's the thing about about anything, even
2: like any conspiracy conspiracy theory, like it starts with a little shred of something that's plausible or Mm -hmm. that happened for for people to grab onto. And then you go down the rabbit hole. Right. So um, even if he did, even if he did suffer traumatic brain injury during his whatever happened um years ago that does not excuse the horrible things that were happening before that point so literally it is moot to me it is yet another moot thing just like and they glossed over it and i'm sad they did but i get it because justice bigelow is not playing but they did not show in december when she posted all those texts from a 2011 probably um tom's phone and justice bigelow having some affair like that she came out and she put that out there into the world and so now we all have dug into that and again moot you knew about it since exactly. 2011 and we're hearing about it now so to me there's a lot of like confetti being thrown in our face to try to distract us but it means nothing it's just an additional like oh uh, uh, it's okay. like a misdirect yeah it is like a when misdirect. The, it's
0: like oh look over here what about this that doesn't matter
2: Doesn't matter. Doesn't change anything. So stay focused, like stay focused on the facts for sure. Like the fact is like, okay, so she knew about an affair in 2011. Okay.
0: Okay. Great. So you can't tell me for one second that she wasn't super pumped that she didn't have to have sex with Tom. Exactly, she had her own life, she yeah.
1: had her own
2: life. that's amazing, and I still think, like no matter what the dynamics were of their you know sexual side of their marriage, and I'm sure they had some sort of agreement, you would think because anybody within his circle has said it was completely understood that he saw other people. It was not uh-huh. weird, it was not dramatic. he didn't try to hide it like this was their life big deal and and yet still he cut checks for her left and right mm-hmm. so They had some sort of understanding, and it was fine. He made her more famous. Who knows what it is? He still bragged about her, you know? Uh Uh-huh, exactly. They both got what
0: they needed from that relationship. And so then when Sutton points out, she's like, when they do the montage, she's like, compare this to last year with Denise, and they cut to Mm -hmm. the montage of them berating Denise. Yeah. I Okay, do you think that the alliance they have to each other is that they've all remained silent about various lawsuits throughout the seasons i mean i'm sure that that's part of it and that's what's so weird to me about beverly
2: hills in no other franchise would this kind of stuff be treated as if it doesn't exist if this was potomac if this was new york if this was atlanta the east coast ladies they don't play we would hear about this we would know everything we'd be laughing at them there'd be inside jokes we'd all like you know what I mean? Like we railed on Robin for what was it like 80K of IRS back taxes, like Karen for her mm-hmm. stuff, like New York. Anyway. So the point is like, to me, there, Beverly Hills is, is so interesting because we all go into it knowing that it's a lot of BS. So to me, Beverly Hills is, is the, the most BS city. Mm-hmm. Um, and we Because Kyle is the at us. the helm.
0: Yeah. Kyle wants everything to remain like, the way she needs it shown on the show. And I guess she like does favors for those that know that that's the kind of unspoken requirement. I mean, nothing would surprise me for whatever reason. They all
2: like just bury their dirt. Don't really talk about it too much. Kind of laugh it off. Well, that's, that's baseless, but we never really hear about it. Mm -hmm. We never really talk about it. Um, And these are huge things that they're all connected to.
0: Which is why Sutton and Garcelle are so necessary. Mm-hmm. Because we finally get people who are like, well, I don't know what weird, like, silent alliance you guys have because yeah. no one told us, because you know that we wouldn't be down with it. So we're mm-hmm. just going to ask questions normally.
2: Yeah, I do. I love them. I like. I really enjoy that they have a friendship together oh, because love it. Garcelle was so right when she was outside and she realized that she had got got. You know, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, it's it really feels like them and us. And Crystal's like, I don't know if Crystal agreed with her or not. And I think Crystal's definitely just like trying to survive and fit in. And I hope that she looks back on the season and sees like ah uh, those those girls I was trying to hang with like those aren't the cool girls. Those are the mean
0: girls. Mm-hmm. Like let me stand on my own two feet. I posted something about this, and I think you agreed with it, but maybe you didn't see. I can't remember. Um, I wonder how Crystal would be responding if she wasn't so close to Alzheimer's. I,
2: I agree with that. And, you know, the thing is I, I agree with, like, almost everything that you post. And I, I really enjoy your page, by the way, before I oh, forget to talk about that. Um, I agree with that. And And here's the thing. A lot of us all over the world have had someone in our immediate family suffer from from that unfortunately and it is beyond devastating there are no words to describe what that is like to care for someone in that condition and to watch them suffer and and slip away and it is still new for crystal you can mm-hmm. tell the loss is still extremely fresh and i i do think that that probably is clouding her because anytime it comes up she's she's overcome by the thoughts of what that was like for her which is amazing to see and i like her so much, and I hope that she can can pull herself away from from that and kind of you know, maybe she reads all of it. I don't know, and she sees that like it doesn't excuse what has happened, even mm-hmm. if it is happening because I don't know only only Tom and his doctors know
0: if he truly is having um you know cognitive decline. I have not a clue that clip that they show all the time of him talking about John Wayne.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's meant to be a clip proving that he's totally fine or was totally fine. I actually think his eyes look haunted. Like, I think he looks like a guy who's slipping because my my grandpa, my grandmother, I've, I've experienced it, too. So I have like firsthand experience. I'm like, yeah, he looks like a guy who still has it together. It doesn't happen all at once.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, but again, it's a moot point. It doesn't matter because shit was going down for way too long that's that's fine that yes now okay i believe that but it feels like a very convenient excuse for erica like well he's he's declining guys he's got problems so i'm out and they got to take care of him all right well let's let's go there then let's pretend for a moment that
2: your husband who is 81 years old who has provided for you and given you millions of dollars and bankrolled you to travel all over the world and <laughs> paid for the for the top producers paid because you can actually pay I didn't know this until all this blew up but you can pay to have your song be number one on like the dance charts or whatever, like did all of that for you has I think she had like four or five albums, there was never any return that I can see on the erica jane persona Mm -hmm. like she didn't make money from those concerts or from the records it costs more to do it than it did to you know the upkeep so you leave him when
0: he gets alzheimer's exactly what what how and the people that stan erica still i'm like but what part of her is redeeming Because if you believe that he does have Alzheimer's, so then she left him Mm -hmm. and now she's, I, my theory is that she left thinking that they would protect him from going into a home and would kind of basically like get him back to like a better place that she could come back. She wants the money. She wants to make sure that he's exonerated and she can still get her payout because she didn't last all these years with him for nothing is what I'm thinking. I don't think she thought for a second they'd put him in a home.
2: Well, I mean, There's no other answer that I can think of because who does he have? So if you play it out in your mind, she pretends to be like a really logical, like emotionless gangster, right? Mm -hmm. So if you sit here and you logically think about it, like he has adult children – They have their own lives. Mm -hmm. They were never on the show. Who knows how close they are to him? He's got Mm -hmm. two brothers. One brother is the lawyer. The other brother is the dentist, I believe. He was in one of my dives. And the brother who's the dentist has the conservatorship on Tom now.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Their
2: brother who's the lawyer went in and was trying to like help wrap up some of the cases. So both of his brothers showed the F up and have been helping him out. So to me, it's it's a little insulting to say that because his family did come help him. He's in his 80s for someone, and then his brothers are old too, right? Yes. So for someone to be a full-time caretaker, I know what that is. Yes, there is I do too. no way that his brothers in their mm-hmm. 80s can do that. They would need the money to pay for a private nurse. That is so expensive. Expensive. Yes. Yes, and they're in his current situation. He is not going to be able to have that luxury. So the only option for him is to go somewhere into a full care facility where they can be there. If he he has Alzheimer's, right? You can't have it both ways. It's either, if you're taking that defense, if it's not Mm -hmm. true, you've got to live with the consequences of then going and living in the home and, and that all stuff. If it's not true, right, then you would have to own your responsibility of what you did to people. So you pick your poison and for her to be yelling about Mm -hmm. or fussing I should say about where where's his family people need to be taking care of him write it down talk it out it's not feasibly
0: possible like it's not thank you because also that attorney Ronald Richards Mm -hmm. that messy ass man he He does love drama he loves it he also loves like the fame he's getting he posted really recently he posted like he was doing an intro so it's the intro of him like walking in to sit on the chair you know they filmed it probably in slow motion Oh, my gosh. But he posted just like that shot of him walking in and sitting. He's like filming something fun. I'm like, you are thirsty. But for sure, he said, I think it was on Heather Thompson's podcast. He said, I will not believe this man is truly suffering from a mental decline until he's checked into a home.
1: He's Mm -hmm. like he's
0: currently living in his mansion. He's basically just working from home. Yeah. So until I see that, I don't buy it. So when he did get moved to home, I was like, okay, that, that is true. Like it, that's the next step. Interesting. If someone is going to be under constant care because they have Alzheimer's, that's like, okay, then he really does. Yeah. Otherwise yeah, and you then can't the, defend it.
2: So for me, like that doesn't even do it for me because you could be smart like a fox and be like, okay, I totally. guess I'll live in here. and eat some jello, like whatever. Totally. Um, beats going to sell block D. But I will say if and when it comes time for trial, which will have to happen at some point. And who knows? Like, this man is old. So let me first pause. Yes. <laughs> let me first pause and, like, level set. This man is old. He has outlived, none of my grandparents lived to their 80s. Okay. He is very old. (laughs) They were hardworking people, though. He has not had to like lay brick or fix cars. But let me just say, like, for a man to be 81 and be at the helm of a law firm, a a class action law firm with no backup, no one else having the ability to run the ship the way he does, no predecessor, like, no person picked out to take a successor to take his place that is the most dangerous negligent faulty game plan i've ever heard and i would
0: never go to that law firm You've got to be <laughs> totally gotta to be kidding totally me. and then when eric is talking about him going to the home she's like to what rot i'm like well what else? the guy is old like what do you what do you call come it, it? Come out? what <laughs> am i doing right now what are we all doing <laughs> like well i don't really know what is he's not going to come out 50 years old out of the end of this like let him die yeah, and right. that
2: just shows you honestly, it's almost like that old thing of like what I hear you say is. So she says that, but what I hear you say is you are upset that Tom is in the situation, you're upset that no one is looking out for him. I'm I'm hearing like empathy for Tom, for sure. Concern for Tom, for sure. And yet, on the other hand, she tells us he's a mean old man who cheated on me and I left him without saying
0: goodbye. Yes. What the? You, you can't, can't have, have both. both. Yes. <laughs> Literally, you can't.
2: Um, you're undermining
0: your own narrative at the end of that stupid cocktail hour scene that was just them like just kissing her ass i've it was embarrassing yes um kyle kyle says in her confessional uh she's like you know with erica when she leaves here you know she's just at home crying Mm
1: -hmm. do i know
0: that I don't know that because any of her Instagram posts, she's fine. When she said that, I was like, who are you talking about? That's not she's at about. all Erica Jane, in my opinion. Uh-uh. I'm actually shocked to hear that you think she's crying about yeah. anything other than her money. No. And that,
2: and again, it's like there are all these completely opposite things we're supposed to believe. Yes. Like, I'm a hard B. I've never, like, I don't waver, like, on her Instagram post. Like, just just so hard hard stuff right like i i am untouchable the ice queen can take it like yes Hey, okay, is that true or are you crying every night like exactly. your instagram posts are absolutely like overly confident and sexualized and tone deaf as to the degree of pain and suffering that has happened as a result of your
0: lifestyle like it just doesn't it also seem like dorit kyle and rinna are trying to like have her back but then she'll go and post something that they can't they're like oh Oh, uh oh yeah for sure you're really making it hard to have your back here
2: yeah and i I love that they talk about her social media a little bit with the fact that like you Mm -hmm. know pk was like what like uh, at least that was a sanity check for us where i'm like all right well at least pk and boy george and i could dish about this because i feel like nobody (laughs) else is being honest
0: (laughs) they're going to be next on my podcast <laughs> yeah you should <laughs> I need to ask them so many Get questions was your john here for totally sure. um okay so let's skip to now the boat moment and mm-hmm. erica dressed as like full mobster's wife mm-hmm. deciding to make up with sutton as they mm-hmm. as they do the walk down the dock i was just blown away baffled confused by this because it just didn't need to happen because then she goes to her confessional and she's like, No, I would never make up with her. I'm just trying uh-huh. to make it so everyone else is having a good time. I'm like, Everyone was fine. Everyone was fine. We didn't need you to do that. Sutton was rolling along nicely. No she one needed that. She was scooting <laughs> along just fine. <laughs> she was okay. Why did Things you feel intense. the need to do that? She, she, just like she did at the cocktail hour, she seems impaired. She seems like there's an I Adderall agree. or there's a little I cocaine. Agree. There's a little some upper yeah. happening. Yeah. Because it just, it's, It's the type of it's the type of shit you do when you're fucked up. Honestly, Mm -hmm. it's like when you're fucked up and you've been drinking and you do a line of cocaine and you're like, you're my best friend. And then you're later. You're like, oh, my God, you're not (laughs) like it just has that strange energy. And she doesn't she looks (laughs) off. And so but Sutton, I forget. We don't we I don't remember until they do like the flashback of how Erica and Sutton were actually friends. Mm. I forget that for Sutton, this was an actual friend of hers. Because to me, she was never anyone's friend. Erica's just always been like... Me too. She just kind of
2: like floats in the ether by herself. Yeah. And the women talk about her, and that was pretty much it. But she wasn't besties with anybody.
0: Yeah, but Sutton really interpreted them as a friendship. And so Sutton gets so she's just so quick to acquiesce to Erica. Yeah, like at one point Erica says she's sorry or something and Sutton goes, you don't have to say you're sorry. I'm like, Sutton. Sutton, I know, I was screaming. Trust me, I was screaming <laughs> at the TV because she's like, you're just so pretty to be, you know, to be oh, mad at
2: me. No. Sutton just went into it. She just went into like sweet Southern lady who doesn't like conflict. And mm-hmm. I hope, I, I really think this is probably healthy for Sutton to have had this insane totally. experience because she's got to learn to just- to not to keep her boundaries you know what I mean like it, it really is such an education
0: um I think to for women, keep her boundaries I actually yeah. am learning something from yeah. it because I can relate I to I can relate to being like oh when I fucking see her I'm gonna say anything <laughs> I want to fucking say and then as soon as she's kind of nice to me I'm like well I didn't know she would it's apologize fine.
2: yeah I know yeah um, yeah completely but I I do agree now I I think I saw someone else mention that too, that they thought she was definitely on something. It didn't even occur to me until after I stopped and thought about it because I'm a super, super friendly, nice person if I'm like have a light buzz on, if I've had like two drinks, no matter how mad or how many, you know, issues we had like a a girl in college or something, I would be the sweetest. They'd be like, it doesn't even matter. We're mm-hmm. totally fine. Mm-hmm. How silly of us. And that's kind of what that energy was. The energy was like she was just not herself and then the, the secondary reason why i believe that she was under the influence of something is because when she was on the boat she starts going off about like <laughs> sexual things and like i don't i don't even know you like you're posting this about me and i don't even know you it's almost like she was talking to army hammer about what he posted so go back and watch that go back and watch that again and she's like i just need someone to shut up just shut the f up and then we could have a good time and i'm like oh because he ruined it because he posted that thing i love that twist so imagine just being in like under the influence of something and this is all coming out of your mouth and i just wonder like the producers left it in there for a reason and everything you watch on bravo you have to say to yourself like they, yep. they've got a lot of time they got a lot of hours they leave specific things in for a
0: reason so, oh yeah and they leave things out for a reason so like for, sure. for example i'll never get over the uh, dorinda deleted scene oh my god yelling I was so at- angry I was like, someone had this for years. I was so mad. This would have filled in such a hole for us in this plot of why Dorinda turned on Tinsley. But yeah, so you're right. When they keep it in there, they keep it in there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, The boat was, what's your take on Garcelle never have I ever stolen anything and then looking seemingly at Erica after she said it?
2: I mean, that was so, I was shocked by it because I think, okay, there's two ways to look at it. Either she really didn't in her mind make a connection at all and she was just thinking like Mm -hmm. simple like shoplifting like a a young girl, I don't know, taking a CD or something. I have no idea. Either way, it's wrong and I don't approve of shoplifting. But um, maybe she was just thinking about that and she wasn't thinking about the gravity of like embezzling like California's largest embezzlement scheme. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But (laughs) if she was, if she was thinking that. And it was like, damn, okay, she's over it and she's Mm -hmm. come to play. Like she cried her her tears. Uh She realizes now the game she's in and she's throwing down her cards too. So I, I don't know which one it is. Maybe she'll tell us.
0: I loved I think she did. I actually didn't want to read the article because it the the teaser for an article that was like in someone's bio was uh like Garcelle addresses why she wasn't throwing shade at Erica. Oh, OK. So I didn't read it, though, because I just want to believe that she was coming to play yeah that's like a she fun was thing. she I just want to believe that but I kind of deep down know she probably wasn't but let's face it she is on a talk show like she is good at this she mm-hmm. is a good interviewer she knows how to ask the questions I think she has been next to perfection this season because she's still a little imperfect and mm-hmm. I love that but I just think she's done a graceful job of working through this. And Erica never managed to be mad at Garcelle, even though Garcelle has always stood in her truth and said I mean, straight she... to her face, like, the victims are the most important thing here. Oh, God, that scene, the dinner scene. The dinner scene was amazing. Where she said, that the victims are the most important thing. And Erica mm-hmm. went, the victims need to be taken care of. Uh huh. Like, that's all you got? Uh huh. That's all you got because it's you're fun. not surprised. You knew this was happening. Oh, also question for you. Was yeah. Erica ever served in a lawsuit about this from like the victims suing Tom? So she was served in the Ruiz Gomez case. Okay.
2: Uh, served you Twice,
0: twice. And let me look I up those so. days for
2: you. Um, I
0: thought so. Okay. I read it somewhere. I've maybe been, it maybe was yours, but I'm like, doesn't served mean you are in person. You get this. And you're like, here it is. Well, she was given, yeah, she was given a subpoena to this appear. This is it.
2: I and then you and yeah. then you can read the details of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So absolutely. And so the the part that made me laugh this season too, so many, so many chuckles. But one of the heartiest chuckles was when she said, "I don't have access to cases before they're filed," and it's uh-huh. like, "What,
0: girl? That's
2: such a weird thing to say." Number one, And if your name is in it, then you're probably served, and you absolutely can find out what it's about. And that's just a weird thing to say. That's just odd.
0: Because that means know. that, what, anyone who's been sued has to wait until an L.A. Times article yeah. is written about it?
2: Yeah, that's how do, really how, do, how do the
0: rest of the people find out that they're being sued? Well, how did, the contacted. L-
2: how did the L.A.
0: Times people <laughs> do their research? research? How did they do their research? They that opened was, documents. That was my question, too. I was like, okay, hold on. The L.A. Times, first of all, the L.A. Times had been calling around and asking everybody around you about you, Erica, so you knew this article was coming out. Okay. All right, you ready for dates? Yeah. Okay. She was subpoenaed
2: first on May twenty-eighth, twenty twenty, then again on September twenty-eighth, twenty twenty. She filed for divorce in November. Ooh. Yeah. Girl. So this now this is the Ru Gomez case she was subpoenaed about, which is, you know, this young man has been looking for his money for mm. like eleven years or something. So this has been ongoing and they already have like a stipulated Like it's, he's been delinquent in paying something that he's supposed to have been paying for a really long time. It's been ongoing. It was in the news forever ago, like actual newscasters talking about the case against Tom Girardi. In my opinion, there's no way to Mm -hmm. have ignored it and not known about it. So even if, let's say, even if your spouse was, you know, all over the news for this case and you ask them about it and they say it's no big deal, I'd still
0: read the case. I'd still be like, what, well, what are they saying? Also, she's claimed that she's basically a lawyer. Her education much. from all the years with Tom has given her, she could basically pass the bar. Yeah. So she's yeah. not like, it's like I would get a court document and need to have it translated. But if you're so cocky in yeah. your lawyer abilities, then you should have been able to read that and go, wait a minute. Because I think that she was fully aware that this was happening. There were rumors about it, but she didn't care. She just want it'd be she one didn't thing care. I don't think she cared. Thing, no, it'd be one thing if she found this out and was like, Tom, you need to get it together I, and mm-hmm. stop spending 40,000 a month yeah. on her bullshit. But instead, she didn't. And now she's so insecure about the fact that she doesn't have all these riches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like she keeps calling it her tiny baby house yeah, because she's so insecure because these women have mansions mm-hmm. and she's like, please don't kick me out of this club. Because she's been yeah. the, quote, richest one of all of them this whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, with her two private jets. And let's, you know what, that's a whole other thing, too.
2: And I'm very, very, very excited for when this is all going to go to court and be laid out because... I don't think from what I've seen in documents and whatever that he outright owned those jets. I think he was a partial yeah. owner and then he leased them out when he wasn't using them. It wasn't a situation where he was like a, a baller to that extent. How could you be? He didn't have that kind of cash flow. Even yeah. even taking as, you know, as much as you want to take from people, it's still to upkeep two planes. Yeah. I don't think people understand what mm-hmm. that is to have them on standby. Um, so anyway. Um. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And I do think that she is very smart. She likes to tell us how smart she is. We've heard about it since she's been on the show. And yet her lawyer, I think it was this week or last week, came forward and said, you know, these allegations and people, rumors about Erica knowing where hidden money is. She has a
0: 12th grade education. And I'm like, stop, stop. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> Wait, question about your your thoughts on the upcoming reunion. Did you see, I'm sure you did, that Garcelle said that Erica answers so many questions? Yeah, I saw it, but I don't know what that means. I, I don't see know what, what that they means. Sh- and us. I also don't know if it means that the questions were answered in a way that would make sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, she answered them, but again, it was like this confused, convoluted, mm-hmm. contradictory Still got us nowhere. Thing I also yeah. hate, I, I'm like really mad. I kind of like try to pretend it's not real. Um, but I hate that there's this rumor that Andy and Erica get into it, yeah. Because a that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Andy doesn't get into it with housewives, he doesn't. He keeps it copacetic with all the housewives. I'm actually shocked by his ability to keep it together half the mm-hmm. time. Like, some, there's been moments with vicky where I'm like, oh, just let her have it, you just yeah. let her, have it. but he just doesn't. He's mm-hmm. he's the producer, he's professional. Um, but also, even if it did slightly happen, I feel like they'd edit it out. so they're they're they the PR for Beverly Hills is eating this moment up for like mm-hmm. all the reunion prep. They don't need to. We're watching. yeah everyone is tuning so. in. um, but. I would assume there's a little bit of a heated thing between Andy and Erica because Erica gave Andy attitude basically every reunion since she started. She's
2: always been like that. I think there was one reunion where he was trying to ask her a question. She's like, I do whatever I do. I don't know. I don't know. And she's Mm -hmm. just really glib and... Just not giving him what, you know, a housewife is paid to give, which it is was. Like,
0: it was, I think yeah. I posted it because I think I know you're talking about the migraine one where she said she had a migraine later. Yeah, maybe Ugh, yeah. she pissed me off so much. He was like asking why Tom hadn't, you know, read the book. And she was like, I don't know why rude yeah. and then he made so a joke rude. about about John Mellencamp and maybe Erica Jane why would he need to have a do
2: a duet with me he's in the uh, Open hall of fame it was so weird i was like why are you getting a paycheck Get like that's here. your
0: boss yeah like just play the game a little but th- that's the thing she's been so above it all like yeah. she acts like she doesn't need it but now she needs it and they're making sure the core people are making sure that she stays. Okay. Final kind of question so that we can wrap this up. I would like to know where you stand on the cast kind of going down the line in terms of coming back for next season. So Kyle, we know she's not going anywhere, but what in your perfect world would Kyle be done after this season? Uh, you know, he, this is really hard because unlike the
2: producers of the show, I don't know what's potentially waiting in the wings. It seems hard for me to understand why in an amazing city of Los Angeles, because these are really not the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Kyle's in Encino, right? Mm -hmm. Like these are spread all over. Mm -hmm. So they could do anything. They could have really interesting people. It's hard for me to understand why this little coven of like (laughs) Kyle, Renna, Dorit, Erica, why that has to remain intact. I would love it if that gets busted up. I love you for saying that. Thank you. I personally, like, I'm absolutely indifferent with whether or not Kyle remains. I would like to see Rena take a breather. Mm -hmm. Um, If she's not going to be somebody who I'm going to talk about it, then why are you here? Why are you here, girl? Why are you here? Feel free to go sell some stuff and do whatever you do. And we'll see you maybe on the flip side when you think about stuff. Um, I'm fine with her taking a break. Dorit... I have she has made me laugh this season, and I've had moments where I really enjoy her. Her fashion is a bit much for me. I think it's just something about like the post pandemic world that I mm-hmm. don't want to see like gratuitous wealth. Um, and I know that people love that, and Beverly Hills is famous for it, and I get it, and that's great. but like it is she stylist or is she just wearing labels? Like ask yourself that question. So I don't know. I could go either way on that one and then.
0: Erica Jane, they're not going to get rid of her as long as she's willing to take her paycheck. I don't, I want her to stay because I want to watch this downfall. I want to watch her try so hard to hold on to the facade and have to do it on like a low budget or keep the budget because let's figure out where that new money's coming from. Like, I want to see it.
2: Yeah, and you know, there there are two ways to think about it, right? There are people who yell, you know, in comments like she should go to jail. And there are people who say she should stay on the show because- at some point the victims are going to come for their money from her through civil suits and other cases. And if she's not making money, she won't have any money to give them. So her wages can't be garnished if there are no wages. And so it, it, yeah, I hope that that, I hope that that is true. And that's why I wonder so much about like how she's paying for all of these extras that she's got, because like, is that coming from her paycheck is that a sugar daddy like mm-hmm. i j- i honestly just want these victims to get their money back like, yeah that's all i care about i don't have like a vendetta against the gerardis or anything i don't think any of us do um it's just heartbreaking to see the situation and then see the level of callousness
0: yeah duh and so crystal is coming back did you see crystal blocked me why i wonder i don't know and that kind of bums me out because yeah. i'm not really like i'm not a troll type of account like i just kind of comment each episode and i'm like didn't love this like i didn't like the mean girl dinner which is the erica crystal kathy C- that Garcelle. was Mean girl dinner i didn't like that dinner i thought that crystal seemed super bitchy um and then again the following the uh, the dinner party from hell part two where she mm. was like totally team erica um, I, but uh, after that, I liked her last week. I liked that. I liked her little moment with Garcelle when Garcelle mm-hmm. asked if she'd been with the woman. And I'm like, yes, I want more of this. Yeah. Um, but she blocked me. Aww. I have no idea why. It really bums me out because I'm like, girl, I'm hardly someone worth blocking. So that's Kyle and Crystal.
2: Yeah. You know what? I'll say this too. I, I, I think part of the reason why. Let's talk about what garners respect (laughs) from Bravo accounts (laughs) to housewives. Let's take a moment, shall we? Because being a Bravo account is such an interesting experience, right? There are some Bravo accounts – um, who will go unnamed, who, like, just want to be friends with the housewives, mm. hang out with them, they want to be seen with them, they want to, like, have, they want to yeah. feel like they have actual relationships with these people, which is nice, right, because if you're watching a movie and you say to yourself, wouldn't it be cool if I was friends with this actor, like, that's great, and then there's other people who watch a movie just to critique the movie, right, and uh. so then there's other accounts who just watch the housewives and they just talk about the dynamics of it, but they're not in it to connect personally on a personal level with the housewives. Okay. Mm -hmm. So housewives, I hope, understand that like, this is not personal. We are literally just watching the, the art that you're presenting to us and Mm -hmm. we're talking about it. We don't have a thing against you. Now there are crazy people on the internet who are like, I'm going to come into your house and I'm going to whatever. And we get those too. You and I, we get those too. Anybody who puts themselves out with an opinion on the internet will get that. Yeah. And- so to me, I really enjoy when the housewives can understand that the that the accounts are are helping them. Yeah, when they talk about them, when they critique them, when they say good or or bad things, they're helping them to stay in the public awareness, right? Exactly. So that's why I really really enjoy good senses of humor from housewives and who can put it in perspective. So even Lisa, like people are mad at her this week for this whole catering thing and what did and didn't happen. I don't even know how she found my account, but this was last year at some point. I was doing my usual recaps of Salt Lake City. I didn't tag her. I don't tag housewives normally, yeah, only if I have I'm... something like specific to say yeah. to them, which is so rare. Um, but she found my account and she sent me a DM and she's like, and I wasn't nice. I'm not nice to anyone in particular. I was like, you know, saying normal things I would say. And I, I'm i pretty sure I criticized her in that episode. And she was like, LOL, I just saw your recap. It was really funny. I liked it a lot. Ooh. And I was like, that's really nice. Yeah. And like I didn't, you know, butter her up or ask for any swag or anything. I was just like, cool. I'm glad you liked it. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy when, even on Twitter, and I'll say this, Teddy Mellencamp gets a point because she was Uh one of those people who was like never got angry at fans. She didn't curse them out. That's a good point. Rina has get Rina gets angry at fans she blocks them erica uh, has never blocked I, that i know of i'm surprised which nice which is nice um but you know she is very mean if she gets yeah if she starts talking to you she can or whoever runs her social media will say that because you know yeah. they love to say it wasn't me
0: Ooh, that would like when mia from potomac tried
2: to yeah. pull that that
0: was awkward
2: yeah so, I mean, I, I do enjoy the housewives who can take it, who can roll with it. And they realize that like the tides ebb and flow. Guys, yeah. the tides ebb and flow. One day we might not like something you do. The next day we might say, "Oh my God, she's amazing, Queen Stan, whatever." So just stick with it on the ride. And I, that's why that's, it's disheartening when they block.
0: That's exactly how I feel because literally last week I was like, "Okay, I'm yeah, I'm ready to see more of this crystal." Yeah. Um, because I, to, for me personally, I go mainly off of the episodes for my critiques. I watch them like I'm watching like art. That I need to dissect because I like go frame by frame and I want to analyze it. And I don't stand any housewife if me uh, either at all. If I if Garcelle this week did something wrong, I'd be all up on it. Yeah. Like I, I might
2: say it as a joke, but I literally like, if you ask me like, what housewives do you want to hang out with? You're not going to get an answer. Cause like, I don't know if I want to, I don't know. Are they cool enough to hang out with me? Would they make me laugh? Like that's, my time is very important, but it's, (laughs) it's, (laughs) it's hilarious to watch the show is because you're watching like a, you know, an ensemble, right? It's not just Mm -hmm. one person you're spending time with. Um, so, yeah, and no, we I watch agree. it
0: for the imperfection. We watch it yeah. as like a social study totally of like it's, what it's yes. like when you put these people on a cast with cameras. Yes, like when they do something on camera, it's like, oh, fuck, it's on, like it's you still do this with the cameras. Yes. yes, so like they don't, they're not going to be perfect, they're going to mess up. And I'm mm-hmm. there to be like, hey, that that wasn't great, and that's okay. It's okay for them not to be perfect. I think what scares me sometimes with Instagram is when I post something that, you know, is opinionated and some people ride it too hard. They do. I'm like, whoa, whoa, not like that. Like, Like, no, we're not going to go and uh, drag anybody out of their house over this. We're just (laughs) making an observation. I'm like, this just happened. Like, I've done so many imperfect, horrible, embarrassing things in my life when I'm in the heat of an angry moment. And if it was captured on film. Like, let's forgive and move on. And we're Mm -hmm. all, for me personally, we're all about that evolution and growth on Housewives. That's what we love to see. That's what changed. That's what differentiates us, I think, from Bachelor Nation people. Mm. Because Bachelor Nation people, they get a new cast every single season. What a good point. Very true. They don't have to invest in people and their growth. We yeah. watch it because we want to see. And, that, and when anyone asks, like, "Should I watch from season one?" I'm like, "Yes, absolutely." You have to understand every single dynamic. <laughs> so I think that, like, we're here to watch them evolve and mature. And that's why, when certain housewives are done, they're because they can't they can't evolve anymore. Like Vicky. Correct. That is such a good point. That's what it is. I don't think people get that. That
2: like you have to be willing to keep changing. And I will say, anyone. Any human being can do it. Even Erica Jane could come Mm -hmm. back next season and legitimately somehow, I don't think she's capable of it, but legitimately (laughs) somehow be a changed person and be like, oh my God, I've had a moment of realization that all this is dumb and it cost people a lot and I was part of it and I'm going to work to make it right and I'm going to change the way I am and blah, blah, blah.
0: Who knows? Okay, That just gave me chills. Right. Like, that was amazing. If I
2: was writing a novel, like I can see a path to enlightenment. Yes. It's whether or not they take the path and that's what we're watching. Okay. So, I mean. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. And I completely agree. I think that's when we yell into the void, like, no, we've had enough, is when people simply are not capable of seeing their flaws and course correcting. And I think that's where we get the Ramonas and the Vickys mm-hmm. and other people
0: um and when people yeah. keep begging for them to be brought back, like once they're gone, they're like, bring them back. I'm like, but that the person you want They're back gone is for gone. a reason. They're gone. And that's my beef with this all-stars
2: stuff. Me not the too. all-stars, but the one that they're doing in at Bluestone Manor. That's why I did that post about like they were so busy on whether or not they could, they didn't ask whether or not they should. Like every single one of those people they're gonna put in a house, Brandy, Phaedra, all those people are gone for a reason. A good reason. The dinosaurs went extinct for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what that's going to look like. I just feel it feels like Bad Girls Club to me. I feel it like totally we're slipping a
0: little bit. Yeah, we're slipping a little I, bit. I actually felt this. I felt the same way. I was like, okay, so this is the direction we're going now with mm-hmm. the housewives. Like that's you now have at. enough. You have enough housewives now yes. in your in your pocket that you can go. Ooh, let's do like a revamp yeah. and like a spinoff. But we'll let's make do it all the up. problematic people. But that's not what I like about Bravo. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what makes me feel like Bravo is like a different reality TV experience. Yeah, it's not bad girls club, but this is very bad girls club. And I, you hit on you hit the nail on the head when you did um, Andy's girls podcast. Uh, I don't want to see. And this sh- this is actually a very dangerous path that so Bravo dangerous. and NBC are about to go on to give a give a platform to Vicky screaming that everyone's going to die who gets the vaccine and having mm-hmm. her do that repeatedly. This is we're not Fox News. No. Okay, we 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 talk about how important it is as a media outlet to put out facts and we talk constantly as at least the people I talk with about how Fox News is dangerous. Do not give Vicky a platform for this cuz enough crazy people will be like Vicky's right. I already got a bunch of people posting that on my mm-hmm. on my posts, commenting. Sure you I just blocked and reported left and right cuz I was like no yeah. no 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 we're not going to be this is what's dangerous yeah. about it and why Vicky should have stayed off TV.
2: Yeah. And, you know, a couple of things here. Number one, even Fox News now is pushing the vaccine. So I oh, mean, we're shit, talking about see? an undercurrent of an undercurrent and that just recently changed, I believe. So, and I'm sure there's people who are, you know, ardent viewers of Fox News who are like, they've always, and like, sure. There's probably been one voice quiet in the corner. That's always been saying <laughs> like, maybe it's not that bad, but we know what we're talking about. So, um, yeah. So to me, Vicky is the classic case of a woman who alters her views for the guy that she's with right Mm -hmm. brooks and then this guy who just ran for governor and got eleven thousand votes which is less than we normally see on like people who watch our stories bless him so (laughs) yeah it's going to be dangerous and here's the thing asterisk maybe it's not true maybe it's not true maybe that moment doesn't happen i'm pretty sure i saw it where it was like a producer says it's going to be really amazing (gasps) <gasps> I hope that they saw the amount of people mm-hmm. who who threw a flag at that and they say, you know what? It is irresponsible for us to air that. Let's cut it. They have plenty of time to cut plenty it. Plenty of time. I'm hoping that they do because we've come so far – cases hopefully are going down we're about to hit winter like Mm -hmm. please don't do this to us as a country we just had i don't know if you saw it or not on the news but they they put a flag in the ground around the the washington monument for every person who passed i did and it was so heartbreaking terrible and heartbreaking and no one can really understand like the people who are yelling about things like i just it's too much and yeah i i'll never get over it and if if that airs,
0: I think Bravo, there will be a reckoning because huge problem, that huge is, problem. Yeah, and, and then you need to put a disclaimer too like, we do not share these beliefs. Like, you need to have some responsibility, if yeah. You are this is show dangerous, it. and these are the actual facts. Here are the actual stats,
2: mm-hmm. and maybe it's a learning moment of like, mm-hmm. give me an infographic, Bravo, for Christ's sake. Like, I'll make yeah. it for you. Like, here are the numbers <laughs> yes. of people who have gotten the vaccine, and here are the numbers of people who have, you know, whatever, just like. Try to show facts to people if you're going to if you're going to show share dangerous misinformation being screamed at squawked about
0: um, in a house. But anyway. All right. Well, girl, thank you so much. I could have done this for like I could have done this for so long because I think what I I think I wanted to have like specific guests on just because I I'm too like embarrassed to be like, can I call you? a podcast we can record. (laughs) Absolutely. Why not? You know what I mean? Because like I could just talk about this all day long and you and I already go back and forth enough as it is. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I just I need to talk to her. Yeah. It's so fun. To. And I, I
2: honestly, like, I would love to talk about this stuff all day. You know, if I didn't have to work, this is what I would do. And right, it's fascinating. It really is on so many different levels. And I completely agree. I mean, it's, it really is kind of like a, a case study in conflict resolution and sociology,
0: um, you know, wrapped in, wrapped in foolishness. Yeah. This shit is deep. Okay. It is. It's fucking deep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for you, my love. Thank you so much. I will catch you on Insta per use. Sounds great. Thank you. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed myself there. Um, I am going to just make this a thing. I'm going to get some guests and we're going to talk about it i will do some solo pods because it's kind of hard to coordinate schedules but thanks for listening as always catch me on instagram at we speak housewives i'm very big there um and yeah have a good week tonight is the season finale of beverly hills and tomorrow i will be recapping vanderpump rules with one of my really good friends so stay tuned bye